This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Following the passing of anti-apartheid icon advocate George Bezos, the Temple Israel Heritage Center issued a statement in which they referred to Bezos as a moral and legal giant. It continued by noting that Bezos personified the motto of the center, which was, Justice, justice shall you pursue. It is not unsurprising then that Advocate Bezos was a founding patron and a friend of the center. Joining me now to tell me more about this remarkable man is Reva Foreman, the chairman of the Temple Israel Heritage Center. Reva, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Cherise. Uh, Reva, you described George Bezos as a mensch, a man with charm and humility. Tell me a little bit about how you got to know him and when you got to know him and his relationship with the center. My relationship with him goes all the way back to the 80s. Because during the 80s, I was uh, an empowerment, a transformational trainer after getting a degree in psychology and doing courses in America. And during this period, I came into contact with the most incredible South Africans who were already working for justice in our country. And I was fortunate to meet George Bezos amongst others. And he was just the most incredible man. And we've sort of... I've always stayed in touch with him and followed him. Um, he was sort of an icon to me because he expressed justice in the way that we in our Jewish faith and religions understand. He was a man who wrought miracles and yet he walked very humbly with his God. And I just chose him as, as an icon And he was such a simple man. He didn't speak in big terms. He related to with everyone to whom he met. And I'm just repeating what other people have said, Cherise, but this continued. And then, of course, I right through the 90s and up until now, I've been attending various events where Advocate Bezos was, and he and I, his, his family and I had a sort of agreement. They would give him a lift there. And I would take him home. So it was a very intimate, friendly, warm relationship. To my asking him to be the founding patron when the when this 83-year-old synagogue became a heritage center for justice. Tell me about the, the, the heritage center and why you chose him and his role in developing it. I chose him and equally someone who is very much on the stage today, which is um, advocate today, a professor, Tuli Mandoncella as well. These are the people who were in my mind and heart because when we established the centre, which was in uh, four, four and a half years ago, Tuli was at the centre of a furor. She had just spoken truth to power, so to speak, and come out with her findings on corruption in our country and the leadership at the time. Now, for me, Advocate Tuli, like George Bezos, when they can speak truth, no matter to whom, and they don't put the value of the organization or the party above truth, they, those two are my heroes for that reason. And both retain a humility both have an appeal to the man in the street. Both care about the man in the street, not only the higher echelons of justice uh, in a court, but 
helping and fighting for the individual. So uh, with my path in, in empowerment and motivational training, it sort of was a natural path to establishing a center for justice, a stage on which many issues could be aired and discussed. Temple Israel Heritage Center is an interfaith, non, non-denominational, non-partisan platform where people can come together and discuss issues. It, it's founded on, uh, it's, it's founded on, of course, Tzedek Tzedek Tzedov, our famous justice, justice you shall pursue. And Nelson Mandela, the, the Constitution and the Freedom Charter, which said, instead of vengeance and hatred, I chose reconciliation and nation building. And above all, this incredible struggle icon, George Bezos, really epitomizes that gentleness, that reaching out to the other, that caring about each individual life. Reba, as a patron, what role did he play? I and, and, and our international chair now, we, we discussed with him, um, you know, what sort of projects we should take forward on our stage. Um, I would visit him, and I'm so grateful that his family allowed this. I would visit George on a Sunday morning, maybe one in four, spend a couple of hours with him, and just listening to him reminisce about kindnesses. Then we would discuss the Heritage Center, and really just encouraging me more than anything else to keep on keeping on. And he never failed to tell me over and over again, and we all know this, of the wonderful role Jewish people played in his life, like the teacher who came into his father's uh, little grocery store and saw him there and, and insisted on taking him and, and financing and, and and guiding him through his education. So it, it was just a very casual but very in-depth understanding that justice ultimately comes down to the man in the street. So he guided me more morally, spiritually, and ethically to understand the other. And one of the projects we were discussing, which we started about a year and a half ago, was the rights of refugees and illegal immigrants and legal immigrants in our country and and how the world had lost compassion in, in how the world deals with them. So it, it, it was a sort of a wonderful, warm friendship and mentorship more than anything else, Sharice. Reva, do you have a specific special memory of him? It's the memory from his, it, I think it was his 90th birthday. They had a, a massive celebration. In fact, I still got the invitation here in my desk. And how excited and gracious and happy he was to have representation of the entire South African community around him, politically, religiously. Um, you know, he was Greek Orthodox, and all the different religions were there. And it, it was just such a, I'll never forget that memory. And the excitement that night, at that night, there were, there were no clouds in the sky. Everything just revolved around the purity of what George Bezos represented, the very heart of our miraculous evolution with relatively hardly any uh, death. 
and 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 it, it was a miraculous night. There was an aura there that I'll never forget. There were several hundred people there, and it, it was really just magnificent. And so he was he was beaming. He was just he wasn't thrilled with himself. He was thrilled with what he saw around him, expressed in the very finest in every sphere of our South African society. And it was almost as though the spirit of Madiba, Brother Tambo, Walter Sisulu, and many others were present that night. So that's a memory and an invitation that I have right in this drawer next to me that I'll always treasure. Ariva, yeah, I was reading the tributes that uh, came out, and he's, I never met him, but he sounds like the most incredible, as you said, humble, dedicated man who might have changed the course of history with his legal um, input. Reva, um, as we come to the last of our Chagim, um, tell me how Temple Israel is doing and have you been open during this period? Talk about the synagogue side. No, we haven't. You know, Sharice, I'm one of the people who take extreme caution and listen to every single instruction we are given I believe the world is divided right throughout the world into two lots of people. Uh, and it's got nothing to do with background, education, wealth, or anything else. There are people who say, don't tell me what to do. There are people who refuse to wear masks. And there are people who just have no perception of what it means to perhaps be the cause even of someone you don't know, by not wearing a mask and causing a death or an illness down the line. So you're talking to a really law-abiding citizen, which I'm not normally. I, I delight in driving over circles in the middle of the road. But now in this era, I believe one should listen. And we take advice very, very seriously from Professor Shoup, from Professor Cromer, from the head of NICTI and others, that we mustn't open. We haven't opened at all. There is great resistance to this. But Hillbra is the, is one of the hot spots of the coronavirus. I'm not very popular with some people at the moment, but we haven't opened at all. It's understandable, and I know that I've spoken to some of your colleagues in the past about all the online services that um, the progressive movement have posted. So we're fortunate that in our stream of Judaism, uh, uh, the digital technology is seen as a tool of Hashem. But uh, irrespective whether you're on your own, I, I really admire and respect the orthodox synagogues that have opened because the extent the extremes, the cost of what you have to go to to pray together is enormous. So they have my full admiration. But, um, yes, uh, at the moment, uh, we're now discussing should we open for Simcha Torah. They wanted to open right now, and I, I said no. And, you know, it doesn't matter what stream you are. Just the joy of being together, of looking properly into someone's eyes physically, of feeling that love, it can never be the same as online, provided, you know, we, we take advice and we give an advice that we may open maybe, maybe, maybe for Hanukkah, maybe. Uh, it, it's awful actually not. And, you know, a lot of our people are not digitally educated and they cannot afford 
anyway, some smartphones or data. So my heart yearns to get back there and to be able to be of service to those who really need us uh, in the area. Yeah, Reva, these are very difficult times, and I, you know, I admire you, you and the stance yeah. that you've taken. I think it's absolutely, uh, you know, shows moral rectitude. So well done for that. And we were just to say thank you so much for joining me and sharing your memories of George Bezos. Thank you for having me. And let me say that the work you and the, and the South African Jewish Board of Deputies do, it's amazing in what you've done. We've just started our, well, we've, it's been going for a month now, our project every Thursday this morning. We'll be feeding three to 400 people there. It's, it's a project of Beit Emanuel and Beit of, uh, and um, Temple Israel Hillbrow. And we're following in the footsteps of your wonderful organization that has done so much to help the needy, in our country with thousands and thousands and thousands of meals and, and protective gear. So thank you for having me, Sharice. Uh, absolute pleasure, Reva, and keep up the incredible work that you do. And my love to all your listeners and viewers, and remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and in every adversity there is an opportunity for you to achieve something truly great.